Welcome to the Heme Consult Podcast, a weekly inspiration infusion for women of color and hematology. Dear woman of color and hematology, Heme Consults is your personal space to rest, recharge, and renew your spirit with a weekly infusion of inspiration from hematologist Dr. Toyasi Anwemena. Every Sunday, Dr. Anwemena will remind you that you are a superstar and have everything you need to succeed in your incredible career as a hematologist. Welcome to the Hematology Sisterhood that will transform your world. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Heme Consults Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Wemena, and it is such a pleasure to be talking with you today. I'm a hematologist extraordinaire, hemostasis and thrombosis expert, podcaster, amazingness. I'm not sure if that's a real title, but there it is. <laughs> I'm making everything up as I go along. It's actually quite fun. I invite you to do that too. Yeah, just make it up as you go along. It's really awesome. All right. So today I am sharing with you about, hmm, to be honest, I'm having a hard time with the title of this podcast. I, I know what it's about, but you know, it'll come together at the end, but the title is what the title is. But I think it's about just go all the way. Maybe that's what it is. It's going all the way. Okay. And this is from Hebrews. The, the theme scripture is Hebrews chapter 11 and verse one. And the story I want to share, I will tell you first of all that, oh, oh, wait a minute, before I start sharing a story, yes. All right. I want to encourage you, oh, woman of color in hematology, that you can do it. Yes, you can. Yes, the journey is hard. Oh, yes, you're tired. And yeah, you want to give up. And you've thought about throwing in the towel so many times. You've thought about quitting you ask yourself every day, is this worth it? Why am I here? Why do I continue to keep up with all this stuff? I can't, I can't do this anymore. I'm just here to tell you that you can. Yes, you can. I'm here to tell you that the dream, the vision is so much bigger than the obstacles before you. And I'm here to invite you to lift up your eyes and look again at the vision I'm here to invite you to lift up your eyes and look again at the dream. Take your eyes off of the stuff you can see. It's a lot. Yes, I know. There's so many obstacles. It's like a whole field of obstacles. But I want you to look up. Look up at the thing before you. Look up at the dream. The thing that calls your name. Look up at the vision. The reason why you came. And I want to encourage you to keep your eyes focused on the prize. And if you can keep your eyes focused on the prize, you're going to be able to run through some obstacles, some scorpions and snakes. You're going to be able to tread on them and be like, oh, what? Did I just squish something? I didn't even feel it. But only if you keep your eyes focused on what is most important. And it's not the thing directly in front of you. It's the thing ahead of you. Fix your eyes on the prize. You're going to make it. You're going to do it. And I am here. I'm rooting for you. All right. Thank you for listening and thank you for being patient with me. Yeah, I forgot that I was supposed to encourage you. And I'm glad that I got to do that. Okay, so today's story <laughs> comes from me at the annual meeting. I'm at the American Society of Hematology annual meeting. I'm excited that I got to see some of you at this meeting this week. It's so nourishing to see your beautiful and amazing faces at the annual meeting. And it's so awesome to be able to encourage you in person. So thank you for letting me do that. 
So, yes. So at the annual meeting, we have this photo booth and it's called Headshot Alley or something like that. But it's about where you can come and get a professional headshot, complimentary. And it really is complimentary. Yeah, you give away your email address, but that's, you know, it's par for the course. (laughs) But it really is complimentary. It's a big deal because if you go take a professional headshot, it'll cost you a pretty penny, right? And, you know, you're a woman of color in hematology, you can avoid the pretty penny. But I'm just saying that if somebody says, hey, I'm going to take a new headshot for you, even if you have an old one, you're like, you always you always would like another professional headshot. So anyway, so there's Headshot Alley and you line up, you get your headshot taken by a professional photographer and you then go and you select the three poses that you like the most. You email them to yourself and voila, you have nice headshots. <laughs> So it's a really great, it's a really nice thing. And, you know, to be honest, the American Society of Hematology meeting, ASH, is the biggest meeting that I go to. And so I don't know if these other big meetings have this kind of fancy stuff. I go to other meetings that are much smaller than ASH, and I tell you that this is not part of what happens. And so, so you know, it's a big deal. Anyway, so I go yesterday, and I get my photo taken, and it's a nice headshot. I really like it. But it wasn't the outfit I had in mind when I wanted to take the headshot. It just happened that I was there and, you know, I had a little bit of time on my hands and I said, oh, I'll just take a headshot today just in case I don't get to it tomorrow. But tomorrow came, which is today, and I really wanted to go. But today was the day I pursued stuff that belonged to me. If you listen to last week's podcast episode, I was off on a journey to pursue what belongs to me. So it took up a little bit of time and... I wanted to go to Headshot Alley after all of that was done. And of course, it took a while. There was traffic. You know, it just was, it took a while. So the whole time I'm thinking, this place must be closed. This place must be closed. I couldn't remember the hours. I was texting colleagues and saying, do you remember what the hours are? Do you remember what the hours are? Because I keep kept thinking, is it worth me going all the way there to find out that this place is closed? And I kept thinking, I'm like, well, I mean, it's late in the day. The sun is set. It's dark. Why go all the way over there and find out that it's closed? I just remember having this conversation with myself the whole time. I was like, I think they close at four, but I think I can hold my hopes up that they would still be open at five because, you know, five is when the regular workday ends. So it must still, I, I just couldn't, couldn't, you know, wrap my mind around the actual time. But I was, you know, rationalizing in my head as to what was the appropriate time at which this place would close. And no one could tell me. I looked online. There was none of this information. Anyway, so at the point at which the, the bus finally lets me off, because, you know, these shuttles that take you back and forth from hotels, and the bus finally lets me off at a far place, at my hotel, right? It lets me off at my hotel. And if I'm going to walk to the, the convention center and then go to the place where Headshot Alley is, that's about it was about a seven to 10 minute investment as far as walking. You know, it's not a lot of walking, but it's a little bit of walking. And I remember thinking, I was like, what's the point of going and finding out that they're closed? But I remember thinking, I'm like, what is the possibility that they might still be open? And what is the benefit to me at the end of it, right? I wanted a new headshot with me wearing a different outfit. And, you know, did I need it? No, I just wanted it in this particular outfit. You know, didn't need it, but I wanted it. And so I said, you know what, I could say I'm not going, but what if they're still open? And so to some extent, a little bit reluctantly, I do get up and I go all the way. 
I walk all seven to 10 minutes and I walk in and I see that they're actually open till 6 p.m. So I actually had arrived at about 5.20. So there was time, there was time. And I remember thinking, wow, I had no idea that they would still be open at 6 p.m. All the calculations I'd done in my head were that, okay, they probably are open till four, mm, probably open till five, but definitely not open after five. But I got there and they were open till six. Now, and I got the headshots and they looked awesome and amazing. And I'm so happy that I have two sets of professional headshots, both complimentary. And yes, I only gave away my email addresses to get it. Anyway, so what story, what lessons do I want to share from this? I think I want to share first that you got to go all the way, right? That's what I've decided is the title of this podcast episode, at least right now as I'm recording it. That's the title. It may change when I go finally to production. But you got to go all the way. Don't, don't decide until you go all the way. And by all the way, I mean, go, go all the way to the place where the, the thing is, whatever it is you're going after. And don't censor yourself before you get there. And, you know, I, I didn't know. I didn't know that it would still be open or not. Nobody else could tell me. The information wasn't available online. The only way I knew I could know was to go all the way there and check it out for myself. And there were two options. I was either, either going to get there, actually there are three, and I thought about these three options. I was either going to get there and find out that they were closed and it's like, oh, they've packed up shop too late. Or I was going to find out that they were still open. And so, you know, it was the pain of disappointment that kept keeping me from wanting to go all the way there because I was like, but if I get there and they're closed, then I would have wasted 20 minutes because I have to walk 10 minutes there and walk 10 minutes back without the thing that I want. What if I'm disappointed? It was a fear of disappointment that kept me questioning whether it was worth the investment. But I went and I got there and I found out that I had the wrong information. To be honest, I had no information. I had no information. If anything, I guess you could say I had misinformation. I, I, I had no, no information, which is the same as misinformation. And so I got all the way there and then I found out the right information. And maybe the lesson that I want to bring out, I don't know, I have to decide if this is number one or number two, but it's that if you don't know, you don't know. So you go find out. <laughs> if you don't know, you don't know. And, you know, I mean, I was trying to know, I was asking people and I was looking stuff up, but I didn't know. And so either I made stuff up in my head or I went all the way to find out. And I'm so glad I went all the way to find out because it turned out that my thinking was wrong. And the only way you know is by going after the information. You go after it, you get it, and then you know. And it may be that I got there and it's closed, then I would know. It would be a certainty. It wouldn't just be a guess. And so I think that's what I'm saying, go all the way. The third option that I thought about that could have happened is that, you know, I could have gotten there and they had just closed. Remember I was thinking 5 p.m. was the time? And I was like, well, it's already five past 5 p.m. The latest, that's, I mean, they're not going to be there. The other option was that I would get there. They've already packed up shop. And then I could I could say, hey, I really, really want to get this done. And someone would say, okay, sure, I'll take it for you. Like someone would have compassion on me 
and say, even though it's past the time, I will still, still open this door of opportunity for you. And so even if it had closed, it was up to me to go all the way there to figure out what were my options, right? Because it was something I wanted. And maybe the second thing I want to share, I know I'm, I'm kind of struggling to count right now. I think the first thing, let's go back to the first thing. The first thing was that go all the way, go all the way. Cause you got to get the information. If you don't go get the information, you won't have it. And then the second thing I want to share is that what you want is worth fighting for. I know we've been taught to, you know, if you don't need it, you don't need it. But to be honest, most of what we have in life, we don't need. We have food and we have shelter. We don't need the degree that we have. We don't need to go take care of patients. We don't need to live in a house. We could live in a tent. We don't need. We choose because we want. And it's okay to want what you want. Mm. Now, I'll tell you that this idea recently came from to me from a book called 10X is Easier Than 2X. And that's by Dan Sullivan and Dr. Benjamin Hardy. And one of my favorite phrases in the book is, I want what I want and it's okay. And I know it's, you know, to some extent it's countercultural. But to be honest, the thing that's not counter countercultural is a lie. I need it. No, you don't need it. You don't need anything. Do you have a tent? Great. You got a place to, to sleep in. Awesome. Do you have one set of shoes? Great. You don't need more than one. Most of the stuff we have, we don't need because most of our life is not actually lived based on need. All of it, most of it is lived based on wants, right? Especially if you live on this side of the Atlantic, right? Or the side of the Pacific, because I'm right now, I'm, I'm kind of like close to the Pacific Ocean. But unless, I mean, I mean, in reality, we have more stuff than we need. Most of the stuff we have is stuff we want. If you have a computer, it's not a need, it's a want. Like, well, I need it for my job. Maybe you do. Maybe you don't. You could probably do your job without your computer. You know, borrow somebody else's computer for a day or two. Do you need to have yours? Anyway, I digress. I think my point is that it is okay to want what you want and not feel guilty about it. I wanted a second set of headshots and I went for what I wanted and I'm happy that I did that. I could have been disappointed and it would still have been okay because going after what I want is important and I'm glad that I did that and I'm encouraging you to think about doing that too. The third thing I want to say is don't censure yourself before you get there. And if I was listening to my very rational mind, rationalizing what hours of the day that headshot alley should be open, I would have just not left my building because I was already close to my hotel room. Like all I had to do was get in the door. The, the elevators were right there and I would go right up to my hotel room. But I was committing to an additional 20 minutes of walk time with no guarantee of a reward. And to be honest, there's so many things in our experiences, so many things in academia that are like that. You are moving forward and there is no guarantee of a reward. You're writing that grant. There is no guarantee that it's going to be funded. You're submitting a manuscript. There's no guarantee that it's going to be published. But you do it anyway. You don't censure yourself. You don't take yourself out of the competition. You don't take yourself out of the running. 
You go all the way. Don't censure yourself before it's time. And I'm glad I didn't do that. But you know what? I could have been disappointed and it would still be okay because I made an effort that otherwise I wouldn't have made. And so that if I got there and I was disappointed, at the very least, I satisfied myself that I tried everything that I could. And that is a gift to me. Because if I didn't satisfy myself that I tried everything that I could, I would always be wondering, but could I? Maybe. And you know, later on, I would have found out that Headshot Alley closed at six and I would say, oh no, I had time and I didn't do it. Right? The regret. The regret would set in. And so what I did in going all the way was to guarantee myself that I wouldn't live with regrets. And I know this feels like a trivial thing in, in, in light of the grand scheme of things, but I need you to recognize that this story is really a metaphor for a larger reality. Don't censure yourself before you get there so that you can say, I did it. I did everything that I could and it didn't work out and that's okay. But I did everything that I could. And so what am I inviting you to do today? Number one, I'm inviting you to not be satisfied with lack of information. Don't make any excuses. Don't be unwise. Go get the information you need. Don't be satisfied with not knowing. And if you can't figure it out from peripheral sources, go to the source of the information. If the people around you who should know don't know, go to the source of the information. Do not be satisfied with not knowing. Go find out. Become someone who seeks information so that you can make an informed decision. Do not make decisions based on other people's, inf other people's ideas. Make decisions based on information. Form your opinion and your idea based on information. And if it doesn't seem like you can get the information from the people around you who should know it, go get it from the source. And that's the first thing I ask of you. The second thing I ask of you is to make the journey. Go all the way. Don't stop. I know it's going to cost you 20 more minutes. I know. It's going to cost you more. And you may not even make it. But I'm inviting you to just do it anyway. Just go on this adventure. You don't know if you're going to win at the end. That is the adventure. That you're going to give it all you got to see if you can win it at the end. Because what you have at the end is satisfying. What you get at the end is not just what you have. Like, it's not just the photo. It's about knowing that I'm the kind of person who's willing to go and see what's possible. It's building a mental image of myself. It's building a story of myself as a kind of person who goes after what she wants. And so it's two gifts. It's the thing I did get. But even if I didn't get that thing, Build the reward of someone who goes after what she wants. And I'm inviting you. I'm inviting you to go all, all the way. Don't stop until you know there's no more forward motion. And the third thing I want to tell you is please don't censor yourself. Please don't leave yourself out of the running. Don't say I'm not going to apply because I might not get it. Don't say that. Please don't limit yourself. Say I'm going to apply because I just might get it. I just might. And the possibility, the probability 
of maybe you just might get it. It's absolutely worth you putting some skin in the game. It's absolutely worth you going all the way. Because at the end, there'll be someone with a smile on their face and it'll be you. Many times we think that the reward is the thing at the end. But that's not the reward. The reward is the journey. The reward is the journey that you go on not knowing what the end of that journey will bring you. The reward is the journey you go on not understanding what's going to be there at the end, but trusting that no matter what, it's going to be an amazing journey. You're going to enjoy it. You're going to have something at the end. It may not be exactly what you set out to get, but every journey has a reward at the end, even if it's not exactly the reward you imagined for yourself. And so I want to encourage you that many times in life, people will say, well, this is the thing you're aiming for, and please aim. But if you're enjoying the journey along the way, you get to collect all the precious stuff that's around on the way to this final destination. The thing about destinations in life, and especially in academia, is that you get there and it's like, oh, look at that. The horizon moved again. Oh, look at that. Yeah, they moved the goalpost again. They're always moving the goalpost. But if you are actually in the process of enjoying the adventure of the journey, it doesn't matter how many times they move the goalpost. You're like, oh yeah, you move it as many times as you want. I'm just having a great time on this journey. And that's where I invite you to be. I invite you to enjoy your journey. And if for whatever reason, for whatever reason, you're not enjoying the journey, you're like, no, this journey sucks. <laughs> well, you come talk to me. Will you please just reach out to me? You don't even have to sign up for coaching with me. Let's just have a conversation about what is happening and how I might be able to help you. Let's just have a conversation. It's a 30-minute coaching consultation. It's free to you. And in the midst of that, we get to explore what it is that sucks about this journey and how can we make it so that you're actually enjoying this adventure because that's what you're on. And I would just share that sometimes the reason you're not enjoying the adventure is that you think that this adventure is about the thing at the end. You think it's about the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. You think it's about the buried treasure at the end of the map. And if that's what you think, you're missing the point. The gift is the journey. And to be honest, the ultimate gift at the end of the journey is you. It's the you you become. And this journey makes you who you are. <laughs> All right. I'd love to explore that idea more with you, but I hope that this has been helpful to you. And if you listen to this right now and you're like, wow, that was really helpful to me. Somebody else needs to hear it. And you may be like, well, it's not a woman of color. It's a man not of color, whatever, whatever this person is. If you think of someone and you're like, hmm, this person should hear it, please forward it to them. I mean, I, I tell people, I'm like, this is my exclusive community. It's women of color and hematology. And I recognize that so many people listen to me who are not women of color in hematology and they resonate. And remember, if you go back to my earlier episodes where I talk about who is a woman, who's a woman of color, who's a woman of color in hematology, you know, my inclusion criteria are really quite broad. And if I remember correctly, there were no exclusion criteria. So please, if you think of someone, share this with them. Well, it's been a pleasure talking with you today. It's been such a pleasure. I tell you that every time I get to talk with you, it really just warms my heart. So thank you for contributing to the warmth that I feel in my heart right now. 
And I wish you the best, the absolute best of this holiday season and the knowledge that the adventure you're going into in this new year is going to be amazing and incredible. I cannot wait to hear about all the exciting adventures that you have. All right, it's been a pleasure. I'll talk with you again the next time.